What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much to Say. Happy New Year. 2020 is over, but it's probably going to bleed into 2021 a little bit. I do think that things are looking up, they're getting better, but... Oh, I was really hoping this would be over so we could just start with that lovely, fresh, slate, clean page that we all love so much about the new year. It's honestly kind of a joke, though, the whole like, oh, new year, new me. I mean, it's a marking of the passage of time, but self-improvement can happen any time of year. I mean, I find that the biggest epiphanies I have when it comes to growth and, you know, quitting the bullshit that I put myself through is something bad happening as a result of my actions and me like snapping out of it and realizing, oh, okay, well, um, you are the captain of your own fate and the master of your own ship. So figure it out. And just like those wake up calls. But you know, the new year is also a really good reason to, you know, assess, think about what's happened in the past year because a lot can happen in a year. I like loosely believe in resolutions. I didn't set one for 2020, but I think I'm going to set some this year just to like keep in mind and, you know, pick some things that I'd like to focus on and try to do it because I have a little bit more time on my hands these days. Honestly, not a lot more. It's just, I'm not in my car as much. All my Zoom meetings are like, you know, one after the other, which is kind of nice. I don't know if we're looking on the bright side of all this stuff. I do like... There's so many less meetings that should have been an email in in 2020. There's been so few for me. Like nobody wants to be on Zoom any more than they possibly have to be. So you can like hash it out during an email. And I'm so much more that kind of person because you can be multitasking. Like obviously you can't be looking at your phone when you're in a meeting, 
but you can be doing a million things at once and answering this email and having that conversation. And I'm just trying to knock out as much shit as possible, but I definitely have a little bit more time on my hands. So I think I'm going to try to do more yoga. I really didn't do any this past year at all. I did some during quarantine, but it's been a really great outlet for me in the past, you know, few years that I got into it to like manage anxiety and stay healthy and and do something active with my body, but not in a like obsessive working out eating disordered way. It's like been a really healthy outlet for me. So I need to do that more because I always feel so good after I do it. Like I've never been like, Oh wow. I wish I hadn't taken that yoga class. I've already been doing this, but I want to read more. Um, I've read like three or four books in the past two weeks. It's been, it's been really nice. I, another thing, like I never finish a book and I'm like, Oh, I wish I had watched Netflix instead. I always feel so good after. And so it's like finding those things, reminding yourself of how you feel when you're done and being like, okay, do this. Just, it's always just like that first step. It's just picking up the book. It's just signing up for the class. It's, you know, putting on your workout clothes and then everything else is fun. I think one of the craziest things about New Year's that that always strikes me is thinking about how much can change in a year and like where I was this time a year ago. And so much has happened. So last New Year's Eve, I rang it in on stage with Stevie Nicks and Nicole Kidman cheersing champagne on national television after just having opened for Keith Urban and Jason Isbell. And oh my God, it was an amazing night. And actually one of the funniest things ever happened. Um, and it's so crazy to talk about this because none of this would be even kind of okay in the world we live in now. And when you like look back, you're like, Oh my God, like people just like shared candy, you know, but Jason Isbell's little daughter, she's so, so cute. She was walking around handing out candy to everybody backstage. And I was talking to, um, uh, her and, and her, her mom, Amanda Shires. And I was like, handing out candy is a really great way to make friends. And she was like, the little one was like, it's a really great way to get attention. And she's like, or I think I was, I was like, ma'am, the self-awareness, the empowerment, I love it. And then I ate the candy, but you couldn't just like eat candy. Somebody gave you right now. It's so, it's so weird, but that was a really magical night. And weirdly enough, my now boyfriend, Sam was there that night and we were just friends at that point. But my best friend, Catherine, after he walked away, like he'd been, um, he was backstage for another reason and we were talking and stuff and, um, he walks away and Catherine goes, have you ever like, why didn't you talk to him? Like, why haven't you like gone on a date with him or something? And I was like, I don't know. He's pretty cute. Right. And Catherine's like, yeah, Kaylee, he's really fucking cute. And I was like, okay, I'll get it. I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get to it. That's what I said. I mean, I did get to it, but, um, it was, it was a really, really great night. I had so much fun and that, memory alone of playing for like 200,000 people and getting to do that with my band and wear a sequin power suit that has gotten me through some of the toughest moments of 2020. And I like go back and I watch these videos to remind myself that that's going to happen again. And that's also been really good for me. But yeah, this new year's will look a lot different. Um, I'm really pumped because, um, I have a couple friends. We're all going to hang out at my boyfriend's parents' house. Like by a couple, I mean like actually a couple. They got their COVID tests. Pretty much all of us have antibodies. So we're like able to like do like a little tiny get together. Like I'm talking like five people and most of whom are in the same household. So judge me if you want. I think that, you know, for me, 
being being with people is so so important and I've been trying to find ways to do it safely and um thankfully my my best friend Candy has also had covid and the antibodies are are definitely holding up for sure so um we can hang out and I hugged her for the first time in a while, like a little bit ago. And I was just like, Oh my God, like this is so emotional. But anyways, so now I'm going to be sitting on a couch with just a handful of people and, um, not performing for 200,000 people, but I'm still really excited about it. I have this really beautiful floor length dress that I'm going to be wearing <laughs> because extra doesn't stop just because the world does. All right. But so yeah, him and I were just friends and we started hanging out in February of this past year. Um, so it took me about like a month to figure out, like <laughs> to get around to it, as I said, but January of 2020 was weird for me. Um, I go back and I read my diary entries from then and it just feels like a different person. Um, for one thing, when I go back and I read, um, there's one from uh, December 18th and December 18th was the first time that Sam and I ever wrote and like hung out alone and we wrote a song together and had a really good time and I just remember thinking he was so talented and I really liked hanging out with him and I was kind of seeing somebody in New York at that time so I didn't like super pick up on it but I was like oh he's really cute and a literally a year to the day later he um he got to meet my mom for this Christmas. So that was really, that was really cool. Um, but it's just funny, like everything that can happen in a year. And if I'd, you know, in that right with him, if someone had told me like, Oh yeah, by the way, a year from now, he's going to be meeting your mom. I'd be like, what, (laughs) you know, but going back and reading these journal entries is pretty crazy. I had, okay. So speaking of the moments that make you have a wake up call and change your ridiculous behavior, um, this week, last year, I had um, what I had just what I decided immediately after would be my final one night stand. It was not good. Um, It was it was just like I think I legitimately did it. I was out with Lauren Elena and the guy was really cute. He was friends with her friend and, you know, we we hit it off, I suppose. But I was trying to get back together with this guy I'd been talking to for like on and off forever. And I was literally trying to make him jealous. So I like did it to piss him off, which is one of the worst things you can possibly do. It was really stupid. Didn't work. Um, and I'm glad it didn't work. I wouldn't have wanted it to work in retrospect, but it was just overall like very bad behavior. But what really was the, the icing on the cake there was, um, the next morning I woke up at this guy's house and I was like, okay, um, I need to get the fuck out of here because I didn't have any intention of staying over, but I just, I had fallen asleep and whatever. Um, and he had blackout curtains. I'm very anti blackout curtains. Like I want to have like shades, but like at least be able to know what time of day it is when I look out the window. Like you can tell when it's like 8 a.m. light versus when it's 11 a.m. light. But he had blackout curtains. So I wake up and also I'm like trying to get all my shit together and I can't see anything because fucking blackout curtains. And then I'm like stumbling out. I swear to God, I thought it was like 7 a.m. Like I literally thought it was like, I was like, I'm sneaking out of here. And then he catches me and he's like, oh, hey. I was like, huh, yeah, um, uh, hey, <laughs> sup? <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure I literally said sup. Um, and I just found an excuse and I just ran out of there. I'm in the elevator and there's so many people and I looked like a fucking hot mess. I remember I was wearing a tank top that said in retrograde and I was in retrograde. I legitimately Mercury and me were both in retrograde. And I'm looking around and like people are like walking their dogs and fully dressed. And I was like, it's not 7am. And I look at my phone as soon as I get my, the Uber and I plug it in and it was 11am and I was like fucking blackout curtains. Oh my God. It was terrible. It was really terrible. So I was like, I'm never doing that ever again. It was stupid. It's never worth it. Also like, it's just not satisfying, you know, like I don't, I've never had a night like that and been like, yeah, the next day ever <laughs> like, ugh. anyways, but I think that will probably be my last one ever. And I'm pretty excited about that because they're not fun. So if you're ever thinking about doing something like that and you haven't don't like at least like talk to the person for a little bit before. I don't know. I'm not out here to slut shame people, but I'm just telling you I've never once had a good time doing it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So that's where I was at 
January 2020. Another thing that was happening in January of last year was I was going to LA and uh, I'd been back and forth for a while. I really, really love Los Angeles and I was falling in love with Los Angeles. Um, I just have so much fun when I'm out there and I was really getting caught up in it and I was like convincing myself I was going to move out there. And my manager was like, Kaylee, come the fuck on. And the last journal entry I wrote before I started seeing Sam was LA feels more and more like home lately. And that was all I said. And I was getting so ready to just call it and leave Nashville and go there. And I just, you know, I, I was looking for a reason to want to stay. I really was. And then, um, I found it and it opened my eyes to all the good things in Nashville that I had been ignoring. Also around this time, I moved in with roommates for the first time. So I went from living by myself in an incredibly overpriced apartment that would have been completely unsustainable during COVID. So thank God I did that. Um, but I had like a yard for the first time and a porch. And honestly, so my mom, I grew up in a two bedroom apartment, like in a really shitty part of town, like hated it. I, my mom still lives there. I'm trying to get her to move. I just, I hate that place so much. And I always did. And my dad had this beautiful like 1700s farmhouse up in northern Maine and it was my favorite place on earth. We had a big trampoline and it was white and had a big American flag in the yard and it was just amazing. It was on the river and um, it burnt down when I was nine. So after that, I literally only lived in an apartment. So this is my first time living in a house since I was nine and I love it so much. It's been, it's been really cool. So that was a big life change that has definitely paid off. And I I love my roommates. I love living with them. It's so fun. My house is so girly and, um, we just get along so well. It's, it's amazing. But so while I was out in LA this time last year, I, um, was doing meetings and had a meeting with who would end up being my co-manager with my, my current one, Todd. And, um, he helped me find my record deal, but I literally wrote down a list on January 8th of 2020. And I said, problems I currently have, and they were being $25,000 in debt. Okay. Yep. That's, that one's still there. Um, working on it. Um, my car's damaged. I like ran into a neighborhood watch sign one time and it kind of messed up my bumper and it's like small enough that I don't care. And I just have not got around to fixing it because anytime I have like that amount of money laying around, there's always something better to spend it on. So that problem's still there, but I just have gotten really used to it. I just don't care. Um, owing my manager money, I got to pay that back with my record label advance. That was good. Um, owing my band money because I hadn't gotten paid for this show yet. Uh, I got, I paid them back and then not having a record deal solved that. And, uh, wanting to be with, I need to have nicknames for these guys wanting to be with this guy that did not feel the same. And that one is absolutely not a problem anymore. So that's really good. The only problems I still have are my bumper and my debt. And that's just called being 26. There was definitely some other stuff happening around this time last year, like I was planning my first ever headlining tour, and thankfully I got to do three dates on that, Um, only three dates, but I mean, that's happened to so many people. I saw Dan and Shay on their first ever arena tour on the first weekend. It ended up being the only weekend, but that was one of the last things I did before quarantine, so... 
I can, I can get over it because that must have, that must have been so, so hard for them. Like so many people have been hit by that, but I was planning my first tour. I was so excited. It was going to be amazing. Obviously we know how that played out, but yeah, I mean, just God, so much can happen in a year. And now looking back at who I was a year ago, I'm so much more centered. Obviously I still have my issues, but my coping mechanisms are definitely better. I can't believe I'm in a healthy relationship. I literally never thought <laughs> I would I would be in one. I I think that part of me thought I didn't deserve to be in one. I think that, you know, that quote that says we accept the love we think we deserve is so real. Like if you're letting somebody love you poorly, that means that you love yourself poorly. So like whatever you're putting up with from a partner is how you feel about yourself. So if like you're letting somebody just treat you like garbage, it's because you're treating yourself like garbage by extension. And um, so I think a, a big part of me like this time last year never thought that I would, I would see that I would, I would be in one and um, it's really awesome. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. And I'm so happy. And it's kind of interesting because falling in love in quarantine is weird but I kind of got to just focus on falling in love and enjoy that feeling with so few distractions. And that's an incredibly rare opportunity to ever get to do something like that. But especially given how much I tore, I would have been able to spend like literally a quarter of the amount of time with him that I was able to because the world shut down. So that's been like kind of cool, but um, I'm just so glad that I moved into a house and got a boyfriend literally like weeks before quarantine because otherwise I would have been living by myself in this kind of stuffy, um, downtown apartment with like a very small balcony. And I would have, I mean, God, I can only imagine like who I would have been texting during quarantine if, I hadn't had a boyfriend and all of it is, is just terrible, terrible options. I'm like, what would I have done? Like quarantine dating is so weird, but him and I, like when we first started dating, um, we both got Corona. So he had to quarantine with me and my roommates. Cause his roommate was like, please don't come home and give me COVID. So we literally had to be like, okay, well, um, anyways, I know we just kind of decided to be official, but, um, you want to move in together for two weeks. And by the end of the two weeks, we, like, we were like, Oh yeah, I guess you probably have to leave. Okay. I mean, you don't have to, <laughs> um, but it was, it was definitely a weird, a weird time. And the beginning of 2020 was such a whirlwind for me. And I think I, f I felt so hopeless this past January because I, I thought I was never going to be in a healthy relationship. I thought I was never going to have a record deal. I thought I was you know, never going to be able to get myself out of, out of some of the debts that I have, like all my now is personal debt, but I had like a bunch of people to pay back for making the album. And I was able to do that with my advance, which is awesome. But I just felt so crippled by that. And I wouldn't say I was like doing like terrible. Like I was, I was definitely really excited. I was coming off the New York times best in 2019 list thing that happened last year. And that was so fucking cool. It gave me this massive, like confidence boost and, you know, touring and all of that. That was so fun. Like there was a lot of good things going on, but I just, I feel so much more mature and I've calmed down too, because like I've said before, I don't think I've ever had like an alcohol 
problem, but I was addicted to going out. Like I was addicted to going to bars with my friends and staying out all night and coming home at 4am. And even if I wasn't drinking, I still like, I had to do that. And there were so many times, like when I was single and living alone, I would just be gone 24 seven and, uh, being forced to stay home because of quarantine, like really showed me that I don't have to be surrounded by noise 24 seven to be happy. I don't have to be, you know, running from my problems and I don't have to go out every night. I've saved a lot of money from that for sure. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting just to look back. So I'm really interested to hear from you guys where you were last year versus where you are now, how much has changed, how much hasn't. I'd love to talk to you about it. You can always tweet me at Kaylee Shore. I love Twitter more than anything. So let's chat on there. It's one of my favorite things to do. I hope that you guys have a really happy new year. I have such high hopes for 2021. I think it's going to be really incredible. And I think that we're all going to come out of this stronger and better. And I'm just feeling really thankful, even though there's so much shit going on right now. I'm very thankful for what I do have, which is, you know, you guys and this podcast and having an incredible team over at Teamwork Records and this healthy relationship and these incredible friendships. I don't have anybody toxic in my life. Like I don't have a single toxic person in my life anymore. Like I cut everybody out and it was easy to do that during quarantine too, because you just stopped hanging out with them. (laughs) And then you just kind of like slowly backed off and that's been really, really great. So I don't know. It's a complicated year. I feel like even though I was just sitting at my house for all of it, I feel like I could write a book about 2020. I could write a full novel about what that was for me. So thank you guys for being a really huge bright spot in it. Here's to 2021. Happy new year. I love you guys so much. My name is Kaylee Shore and this is too much to say. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.